Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What if we told you about a major breakthrough on awesome savings on all-inclusive beach vacays? OMG, this could break the case. Case? I'm talking about CheapCaribbean.com. It's full of hot savings. At CheapCaribbean.com, score an extra $175 off site-wide on vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Swim up bar in Punta Cana or dip your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. We gotta take this show on the road. Start at CheapCaribbean.com. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Welcome to Criminalia, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Criminalia, where it's pirate season. We're continuing to explore the lives and motivations of some of the most notorious freebooters throughout history. I'm Maria Tremarchi. And I'm Holly Fry. Hey, here's a thing that's going to sound awfully familiar by this point. The 16th century was not a time when records were well kept, especially records about children. And that is true for this pirate. By the way, in cases where records were well kept, talking hundreds of years ago, they often don't exist anymore. But based on records late in this person's life, it is estimated that Francis Drake was born between 1540 and 1543 in England. 
We do know that Drake was the eldest of as many as five and possibly as many as 12 siblings. And we know that he was born to Mary Milway and Edmund Drake, who was a tenant farmer on the estate of Lord Francis Russell, the second Earl of Bedford. Drake was raised by relatives, the Hawkins family in Plymouth, England. They worked as merchants, and they also worked as privateers. And they were Drake's first taste of piracy. Their vessels trawled trade routes along the French coast, seizing merchant ships. Drake went to the sea with his family around the time he turned about 18-ish. Elizabethan historian John Stowe wrote of Drake that he was, quote, of low stature, of strong limb, round-headed, brown hair, full-bearded, his eyes round, large, and clear, well-favored face, and of a cheerful countenance. In his adult life, Francis Drake was a politician, a naval officer, a sea captain, an English explorer, and the second person to circumnavigate the globe. Another now-familiar horror that comes up this season He was also one of the first illegal traders of enslaved people from West Africa, and he engaged in it for years. In the early 1560s, along with his cousin, John Hawkins, the two kidnapped and brought these enslaved Africans to Spanish colonies in the Caribbean, where they would sell them to local plantation owners. By 1568, Drake was commanding his own illegal slave trading ship. Because their activities were illegal under Spanish law, the Spanish government sent a fleet of ships to intervene. During this attack, much of Drake's crew was captured and killed. Drake, who remained unharmed, escaped. The incident, as we'll see, left him with a good deal of contempt for King Philip II, the King of Spain, who Drake considered to be a lifelong enemy. A few years later, in 1570 and 1571, Drake made two profitable voyages to the West Indies. Immediately after, in 1572, he commanded two vessels on an expedition to plunder Spanish ports in the Caribbean. He returned to England with a great deal of Spanish treasure. So Drake was a pirate, in disguise as a privateer. Right. So there are actually a few terms that we all use when we talk about pirates. Pirates, of course. Buccaneers, corsairs, and privateers are also in that mix, and they're used pretty interchangeably, but they shouldn't be. Pirate is by far the most general way to talk about those who engage in illegal activities such as robbing, kidnapping, and murdering, and pretty much everything else tyrannical you can think of happening on the seas. It's kind of the umbrella term. Yes, yes it is. The buccaneers and the corsairs. So, Buccaneer is another name for pirate, but it's the name for pirates who specifically operated from ports in the West Indies, and specifically the Caribbean and the Pacific coast of Central America in the 1600s. Corsairs weren't much different, but they committed acts of piracy in the Mediterranean during the Ottoman Empire. But if you happened to have a license from a government that sanctioned that sort of behavior, Then you have become a privateer. You are a pirate with papers. You've heard us refer to them before as a letter of mark. And that made your actions legit. And Francis Drake was a pirate with papers. Right. Privateers. Privateers were individuals who supplied and manned their own private vessels and who were commissioned by a government to carry out various things, actually, but primarily two things. 
Privateers stole cargo and everything really that they could find from trading vessels and settlements along popular trade routes, all in the name of said government. But privateers were also commissioned as warships, and that meant capturing other vessels, stealing, fighting in wars, and fighting for their prizes. A privateer's loot was known as a prize. Hiring privateers came with risk, but commissioning them also meant that governments could supplement their own navies with additional private militia. So to bring the act of privateering close to home for people living anywhere near me or Maria, the United States commissioned privateers to boost its military power as recently as the War of 1812. Not only did it boost the country's naval protection, it also was a pretty lucrative endeavor. That's because the U.S. government taxed privateering prizes as much as 40%. That is so high. That is so amazing. That's a racket, man. I know, right? (laughs) Even if you don't need them for the naval benefit, you just want to tax their loot. So it's actually a really slippery slope here. Commissioning pirates didn't always work in the government's favor. Yes, they were working under commission, but that didn't mean some privateers didn't make a few extracurricular stops along the way to, say, raid and loot vessels along coastlines that weren't at all associated with the rival government that they were supposed to be fighting. In other words, they were engaging in piracy. This is the handy thing of not being connected to everyone all the time. You can kind of go do your own thing as long as you (laughs) land back in port, more or less having achieved your goals. Yeah. Sometimes, and fairly often it seems, a commission was kept quiet and maybe even never formalized. Although there was sometimes no letter of mark, there would be an agreement of some sort between government and pirate. And that's another example of how the line between pirate and privateer is a bit smudged. So it was because of Drake's successful and lucrative expeditions to the West Indies that he caught the attention of the Queen of England, who in 1572, commissioned him to plunder Spanish ports in the Caribbean. Starting to sound familiar. (laughs) And he did, and he returned with tons of Peruvian gold and silver. After the raid, Drake and his crew continued raiding the Portuguese coastline and capturing treasure ships, and he was now also gaining quite a reputation as a successful privateer. But then Drake disappears for a few years with no real record of him on the seas between 1573 and 1577. This coincides with the years that Queen Elizabeth and King Philip II of Spain had agreed on a temporary truce. That meant that the Queen could no longer support Drake in the revenge business during that time. Other than some reports of his sailing and pillaging and one account that he may have taken part in the Rathlin Island Massacre in Ireland, he just kind of disappears for a little bit. We're going to take a break for a word from our sponsor. When we return, we'll talk about Drake's famous expedition to circumnavigate the globe. Hey, everybody, it's Holly. Listen, I've been doing stuff on stage since I was a kid, which means that I have been doing my makeup since I was a kid. And I can turn out a look when I need to, but on my day-to-day, I really like to keep it a little more relaxed and low-key. I don't have time for a full face most of the time. But that also means that Thrive Cosmetics can have me covered no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm doing something on stage, like I have an appearance or a live show, or I'm just running to the grocery store. Something in their line is perfect. And what I really love and what's important to me is that they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. 
And to me, cruelty-free is very important in the cosmetics I use. I mentioned that I've been doing my makeup for a long time. I've gotten older (laughs) in that time. And one of the things that I've done to refresh my look is switch over to their brilliant eye brighteners and use something like a rose gold shade to really like go all around my eye and then just blend it out and get a daytime smoky look. It makes me look a little more youthful and more refreshed. And it's just easy as pie. And it means that I don't have to mess with a whole ton of products. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash criminalia. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash criminalia for 10% off your first order. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Welcome back to Criminalia. Let's talk more about how much Francis Drake disliked the Spaniards. Ah, yes. So Drake, to England was an adventurer, and he was a war hero. He was celebrated by many. Not all of his peers felt that way, though. Many found him unreliable and self-seeking. Plus, he was a politician who had pirate manners. For example, 
Naval Commander Sir Richard Grenville and the navigator and explorer Sir Martin Frobisher both outwardly and immensely disliked him. Drake, for his part, didn't really seem to care about that. He was the first Englishman to circumnavigate the globe. But actually, as we mentioned at the top of the show, the second person to make that journey and return home alive. The first recorded explorer to do so was Ferdinand Magellan, whose expedition sailed from Spain in 1519 and returned in 1522. So Magellan was commissioned as well. He was commissioned by Spain to take an exploratory journey to find the East Indies, which at the time was also nicknamed the Spice Islands. Today, this references the area that covers a wide region in South and Southeast Asia. Drake's commission was not quite the same as Magellan's. He sailed as captain of the Golden Hind, an English galleon on a voyage that lasted from 1577 through 1580. He was secretly commissioned by Queen Elizabeth I of England to lead an expedition which would take him around South America through the Straits of Magellan in search of new lands. He was also to explore the northwestern coast of North America. But his real objective, under agreement with the Queen, was to raid and loot Spanish colonies, shipping ports, and trading vessels along the coast of Chile and Peru, and any others that he found along the way. He set sail on this multi-tiered mission in December of 1577 with five vessels. We know that among his men were John Winter, commander of one of the vessels, and Officer Thomas Doty. While there isn't much information at all about Winter, we do know that Drake and Doty were hostile toward each other, and it's suggested that that might have been politically motivated. Whatever the real reason for their friction, though, Drake accused Doty of planning a mutiny and had him arrested. Doty had a brief trial, which some sources say was probably also an illegal trial, and he was convicted and he was beheaded. There are two ways to navigate around the southern tip of South America. One route is how Ferdinand Magellan did it, and that is now known as the Strait of Magellan. You'll also see that as the Straits of Magellan. And the Strait of Magellan is a 350-mile narrows at the southern tip of South America, and it connects the Atlantic Ocean and the Pacific Ocean. This was a hugely popular route. Consider that the Panama Canal, which connects the Atlantic Ocean with the Pacific Ocean, would not be constructed until about 350 years later. But as it turns out, Drake actually didn't take the same route as Magellan. Well, I mean, he did at first. So this is what happened. After 16 days passing through the Strait of Magellan, Drake and his crew were forced south by storms. Drake's ship was the only one to survive and to go on to complete the expedition. But he wouldn't do so through the Strait of Magellan. Drake wrote, we quote, God, by a contrary wind and intolerable tempest, seemed to set himself against us. The option for sailing between the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans, other than the Strait of Magellan at this time, was known to be difficult to navigate. That's since become known as the Drake Passage, and it takes you through the southernmost tip of South America, through a collection of islands known as the Tierra del Fuego. And the point farthest south on that archipelago is what we know as Cape Horn. And that is where Drake crossed to the Pacific Ocean. Like the Strait of Magellan, the passage opened up significant new trade routes. It was shorter than sailing the Strait of Magellan, but it also came at a bigger risk. In March of 1579, during his time circumnavigating the globe, Drake 
seized perhaps his biggest, greatest prize. His presence in the Pacific Ocean was a surprise to the Spanish, and their colonies weren't equipped to defend themselves. Drake helped himself and the crown to a sizable bit of treasure. And then he continued to trawl the coast of Chile, raiding stores and ports and pillaging gold as he sailed north. When he came to the harbor at Lima, Peru, the people there found themselves defenseless. But they had something worth trading, and that was good information to share. And so they told him about a treasure ship that was heading toward Panama. Not one to miss a lucrative opportunity, Drake set out for the vessel and overtook it. The ship, the Nuestra Señora de la Concepción, was carrying dozens of treasure chests. It was and is still considered Drake's biggest haul. The ship's captain, it said, also did not expect to meet an enemy in the Pacific and had assumed Drake's vessel was actually just a friendly Spanish ship. But Drake was, of course, not friendly and took not just the booty, but also the captain as a prisoner. Drake continued to sail north. It's believed he may have gone as far north as Vancouver Island and that he was probably searching for the Northwest Passage, which is the route between the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans, but through the Arctic Ocean. In 1579, he spent some time in what is now the San Francisco Bay Area, preparing and overhauling his ship for the continuing voyage and claiming the area for the Queen of England. Later that year, he sailed to the northernmost of the Indonesian islands, what he would have called the East Indies. In the Philippines, he did something a little different. Not so much with the pillaging, but instead, he bought spices. He purchased something. (laughs) We're going to take a break now for a word from our sponsor, but when we're back, we'll talk about how and when Francis Drake became Sir Francis Drake. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. 
Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Welcome back to Criminalia. Let's talk about how we heard that Francis Drake sold his soul to the devil. Drake's voyages, circumnavigating the globe, as well as journeys closer to home, were intended to help England build one of the foremost empires in the, quote, new world. And he did make a fortune for both himself and for the crown. Regardless of what Anyone else, such as, say, maybe the King of Spain, felt about his acts of piracy, Queen Elizabeth looked the other way. When he arrived back in England, his ship was loaded with gold and silver, chests of rare porcelains from China, spices, silks, and a whole lot of loot from Spain. King Philip II complained about Drake's piracy, but the Queen was so pleased she just dismissed him. She knighted Drake aboard his ship on April 4th, 1581. So a little side note about a story that's often relayed as part of Drake's legend. It is commonly said that he introduced potatoes to England upon his return from circumnavigating the globe. Don't give him all the credit there. That's not true at all. They were likely introduced by the Spanish and likely a decade before Drake's journey. Ah, the Spanish. I know, right? So speaking of the Spanish, while England celebrated Drake, Spain considered him an illegal trader of enslaved peoples, and a cold-blooded pirate. And they weren't wrong. Drake was a pirate, but if you remember, he was also a politician. In the early 1580s, he served as the mayor of Plymouth and as a member of Parliament. But in 1585, he returned to his ship to, you know it, raid Spanish settlements in the Caribbean. This time, under his commission, he commanded a fleet of about 25 ships and anywhere between 164 and 2,300 men. His objective was to target what is present-day Florida, present-day Dominican Republic, present-day Colombia, and the present-day Cape Verde Island. He did. He did all of that, and he left with enormous wealth. It's said that King Philip II of Spain at one point Got so tired of all this that he offered a bounty of 20,000 ducats for Drake's head. In 1586, the king began preparing to invade England. This was when the Spanish Armada was formed. Drake had a, a bad reputation for quite a long time, and in 1587, 
he was the one to deal the first blow, launching a preemptive strike on the Spanish port of Cadiz, where the ships were being gathered. Catching the Spanish off guard, Drake's crew pillaged and burned the coastline. The raid destroyed between 30 and 40 Spanish vessels, and the crew looted tons of supplies. Jokingly, Drake called it his, quote, singeing of the King of Spain's beard. Soon after, in 1588, Drake was second in command under Admiral Charles Howard. In his role as an officer in the Royal Navy, not as a pirate and not as a privateer, Drake led the English to victory over the Spanish Armada, and he basked in that victory and that praise. There was a rumor among Spaniards, and especially sailors who fought in the Spanish Armada against Drake, that he had supernatural powers, and that perhaps those powers came from the devil. Maybe he practiced witchcraft. Another part of his legend suggests that he had a mirror, a magic mirror, that allowed him to spy on all of the ships sailing the seas. Calling Drake, quote, a devil and no man, they nicknamed him El Drac, or the dragon. Lord Burghley, who was Queen Elizabeth's primary minister, had never approved of Drake or his methods, but even he conceded, quote, Sir Francis Drake is a fearful man to the King of Spain. In early 1596, Queen Elizabeth I commissioned him for one last voyage against the Spanish in the West Indies. Drake took the contract, but the expedition ended in failure. This time, the Spanish successfully defended themselves against his English fleet. This, though, is where our story about pirate Francis Drake, the most famous sailor of Elizabethan age, comes to an end. In 1596, Drake contracted dysentery and died of a fever. He was buried wearing full armor and in a lead coffin at sea off the coast of Panama. Although divers have continued to search, his exact resting place remains unknown. Historian John Stowe wrote of Drake that, quote, he was more skillful in all points of navigation than any. He was also of a perfect memory, great observation, eloquent by nature. In brief, he was as famous in Europe and America as Timurlane in Asia and Africa. So there's a, a little story I, I thought would be fun to share before Holly shares this episode's libations. So part of Drake's legend includes a story about how, among so many other things he is credited for and that we've talked about, he may also have been the first mixologist. But surely this is with apologies to the American bartender named Jerry Thomas, who wrote the first cocktail book and is widely considered to be the father of American mixology. But let's go back to Drake's drink. His drink was intended to help cure a sickness that was among his crewmen, and it combined mint, lime, tree bark, rum, which were all popular in medicinal uses, with cane sugar, which I can only imagine is to help the medicine go down. He called it El Drake, and as it's told, it did cure his crew. I'm not going to cure anything in the groggery. I'm not surprised. I don't think any of us are looking for cures. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I mean... I'll try. It'll, uh, you know, it'll cure your lack of delightful beverage, maybe, but nothing actually medicinal. So in thinking about this, 
This is one of those things where, like, I'm a little bit of a 10-year-old and I just fixate on one phrase and then I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> and that becomes what the drink is about, even though it's not that important to the bigger story. So this drink is called the Golden Hind. <laughs> <laughs> now, for a little bit of context about that name, the Golden Hind is a female red deer. That's an actual animal. And the reason that his ship was named that was because it was part of the crest of his patron, Sir Christopher Hatton. So that's why it was called that. But I just got to thinking about golden libations and things that would be yummy in that arena. Um, it has nothing to do with deer. I just wanted to make sure we all understood <laughs> the context of that moniker. So the Golden Hind is actually really easy. It's kind of based on a Collins formula, which is one that I play with a lot. If, if you've followed along, you'll notice there are many Collins variations in my hat because I love it. And it's a classic for a reason. So this starts with one and a half ounces of vodka, like a nice, clean, whatever, like the least flavored vodka. And then it is three quarters of an ounce of honey syrup. Resist the temptation to just put honey straight in because <laughs> it, it sometimes won't dissolve effectively. It's too thick. So what you want to do first is combine one part honey to one part water and let that dissolve. And that's your honey syrup that you're going to use for drinks. So three quarters of an ounce of that and then three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice. And then just to give it a little extra golden tone, you're going to sprinkle a tiny amount, like a little baby pinch, a scant pinch of turmeric into it. And I would put that all in a cocktail shaker without ice Shake it like the Dickens, because the reason I say a tiny, tiny amount of turmeric is that that doesn't, in my experience, incorporate into liquid as well as I would like. And you can have mm -hmm. kind of a grainy texture if you put more than just a tiny bit in there. But if you do put just a tiny bit in there, you won't get as much graininess and it will make it a beautiful golden color. Mm -hmm. So you're going to shake it, 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 shake it. You'll think you've shaken it too much. Keep shaking because you really want to incorporate as much of that turmeric <laughs> as you can. Uh, and then you're going to just strain that over ice, which will also help get out any of the graininess. Top it with a club soda, or if you want to sweeten it, do a, a light ginger ale. Ooh. Super easy. It makes you look like you're like a fancy mixologist and really you're just... <laughs> You're just working out a habit. It's a great, um, it's a great easy drink. It also shares a little bit of DNA, of course, of the bee's knees mm -hmm. without doing the gin and also adding that bubbly component to it. So yummy nummies in our tummies. The bee's knees. If mm. you want to do the non-alcoholic version and do a little mocktail here, I would skip the vodka and the lemon juice and just do a low sugar uh, lemonade. Add that honey syrup to it in the same amount. So at that point, you're going to do like, I would say two to three ounces of lemonade. Still do the three quarter of an ounce of honey syrup. Add that little sprinkle of turmeric. Shake a shake a shake. And then still top it with club soda or ginger ale. And it's just a pretty golden, very yummy, beautiful. I always like a drink that's as pretty to look at as it is to sip. This has a really nice color to it. That is the Golden Hind. I feel like I should also mention that if you are curious what the Golden Hind looked like, there are a number of um, replicas of it that you could go visit that are kind of like museum pieces in England in various locations. And you can see pictures of those online. Absolutely beautiful. Some of them are actually like seaworthy, like could go out of port if they were not sitting there waiting for visitors. Lovely. The Golden Hind. The Golden Hind. Oh, you can think of uh, piracy and 
red deer while you drink it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And as you drink it, please know that we appreciate you uh, spending this time with us, sharing our cocktail mania and our love of piracy, or at least our love of discussing piracy. We hope that you will come back and do this again next week with us because we have more pirate fun coming. Thanks so much. Criminalia is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. 
With our flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.